Have you ever heard of the Havana Syndrome? Dating back to 2016, U.S. Embassy personnel in Cuba developed unusual signs and symptoms mimicking the signs and symptoms of persistent concussion syndrome. These symptoms include memory loss, concentration difficulties, severe headaches, auditory disturbances, and vestibular problems. Since these first cases were reported in Cuba, there have been reports of similar cases involving diplomatic personnel in both China and in Canada. The problem has become so grave that all but essential personnel were evacuated from the Cuban embassy. And most recently, there have been reports of this condition affecting government workers here in the United States. So what's up? That's a good question, still being investigated by the United States of America. Since 2016, the, his the issue has been investigated by various branches of government, including the State Department, the CIA, the Department of Defense, and even the FBI. Medical investigators have studied this problem, including investigations by the University of Pennsylvania and the Centers for Disease Control. In January of this year, in response to Freedom of Information Act requests by the George Washington University and various news outlets, the CDC re released some limited information from their study entitled Cuba, Unexplained Events Investigation, which confirmed the existence of the syndrome in embassy personnel consisting of cognitive and vestibular deficits. Various theories have been advanced about the cause of the syndrome, including microwave attacks, sonic boom attacks, and ultrasound impulses being directed towards the embassies. Other theories include possible chemical exposure from pesticides and exposure from other toxic substances. In December of last year, the National Academy of Science issued a report concluding that most that the most likely source is directed radio frequency energy, whatever that means. But whatever it means, it ain't good. But doubters, similar to those retained by insurance companies to contest claims of the persistent or post-concussion syndrome and trauma victims, point to psychogenic causes. But let's be clear, the physical and cognitive symptoms have been verified and are real and cannot be dis disregarded with accusations directed at the victim. The acting director of the Defense Department under President Trump established his own task force and criticized the CIA and State Department for not taking this seriously. Well, my friends, this is serious. And now the Biden administration, in acknowledging recent cases within the United States last week, has begun its own review by the National Security Council. What we need is a broad, unbiased, and comprehensive investigation with information provided to the public and to members of Congress. 
This is far too serious for secret investigation and redacted reports. We cannot permit reports of brain injury and brain damage to go uninvestigated with attribution being made by naysayers to mental health causes. This conduct is not only harmful to the brain injury survivor, but to anyone suffering from a brain injury who is falsely accused of exaggeration, malingering, or having an ill-defined psychiatric event. As more information comes forward, I look forward to discussing this with you in further detail. Thank you for listening today, and I look forward to speaking with you again next week on another edition of the Brain Injury Insider.